This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. So this song is from her debut album, entitled Taylor Swift. So that line says, um, I'll be 87, you'll be 89. What number is Travis Kelsey? And I'll write your name. 87. <laughs> what song coming out in a month, what album coming out in a month is? 1989. And I'll write your name. Okay. All right. Put uh, everything together. How now, many albums has she put out? 10. Okay. How many songs are on each album? Like between 15 and 22. 22. Okay, so we're talking somewhere about 200 songs that she's recorded, right? Yeah. There's probably going to be something in 200 songs that we can find that matches up right, right? Yes. Yeah. And I'll write your <laughs> this name. This isn't where she puts out an album every 10 years and has six songs on it. Yes. She's got so many songs that all of the numbers, there's probably, she's probably mentioned every number between zero and 100 yes. at some point or another. I, I understand. So we got to cover. I am delusional. <laughs> uh, so, and then here is Bill Belichick was on WEI. He does his like usual this is hit. pretty great. Um, on Mondays, uh, talking about the game. But I played sound earlier, maybe a couple weeks ago, where Bill Belichick was talking about how he went to the era store. And so this is Bill Belichick talking about Travis Kelsey because he was asked by the host of that show. Well, I would say that Travis Kelsey's had a lot. Kelsey's had a lot of big catches in his career. <laughs> this would be the biggest. Nailed it. Oh, yeah. And I'll write your name. This is why I need more Bill Belichick in my life. Like, I agree. I, the the whole we're on the Cincinnati thing. That you know we got to go look at the film. Him him at his press conferences. He's been doing it for twenty years. It's the same stuff. You know, there's stuff in there. He hangs out with Bon Jovi. He goes to Taylor Swift shows. He has a sense of humor. Like what? What, what was is, his friendship bracelet? I'm curious. Yeah. <laughs> what, what is the downside to him showing us that? Hey, you know, believe it or not, I'm a human being, and I have feelings, and I have a sense of humor. And I see things in the world that are not X's and O's on a football. Like, what is the downside to being a real person? Is that what it is, Em? Yeah, I don't know. I think people, it it gives this mystique that he's indestructible. I feel like if you're uh, someone going against it, you see that, oh my God, it's Bill Belichick. He's all this awards and he's this like machine of a man. How do I take down this machine? I think keeping that air around him keeps his like personality indestructible. Don't you want to know more, Slee? Don't, don't, don't. Oh, you... yeah, yeah. 100%. I'm with you on that. And some of these guys that, you know, we talked a little bit about Nick Saban with this and just kind of these greats that done it their way the entire time. It's only about Nick football. I show, kind of funny too. I show no personality, none of that stuff. Now you're kind of starting to see a little bit of personality. It's a dry sense of humor. That's okay. That's good. That That's, that's a good thing. I actually think it helps their brand by doing How that too. How hard is it to be grumpy? All the time for twenty years. That seems like a lot of work. How how is it, Travis? <laughs> Damn, That's, I'm, I'm right in today. a good mood today. I, I've been, <laughs> well, you did do this. You wanted you asked us like the SC. You're like, you want me to be pessimistic or optimistic? Well, I'm no. like pessimistic. I I, I I was very optimistic, <laughs> and then I told the truth. But generally speaking, I feel like I've been in a good mood today, and I get sniped from one. the back row. My goodness, <laughs> I'm feeling I good about do it's our day. Yeah, I'll, I'll guess I'll be grumpy now. What are you going to do? Speaking of Bill Belichick. They won their first game of the season yesterday because, and I, I feel pretty good about this. Mm-hmm. Is Zach Wilson the worst player in the history of this league? <laughs> I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying it to be funny. 
but I'm laughing. Is, is he the worst player in the history? Because the Jets are pretty good. They've got really good offensive skill position players. They've got one of the better defenses in the NFL, and they virtually have zero chance of winning games because yeah. Zach Wilson's that bad. It was comical how bad he was. Like I, I and they're going to play him next week. By the way, they're on Sunday night again against Kansas City, which the networks must be killing themselves also, because of how bad that is. I know Taylor Swift. No, nope. I understand. Don't worry. The Ticketmaster almost crashed when everyone, all these Swifties, want to go see her play the Jets. <laughs> anyway, not see her, but, but see her attend. Have you ever seen a worse football player than Zach? I, I, I there's Tim Couch was bad yeah. on a bad team. Jamarcus Russell was bad on a bad team. Uh, Achilles, we've seen Johnny Menzel was terrible, but they were on bad teams. This is the first time I've seen a pretty darn good team with one guy so terrible that nothing else matters. Do you ever feel bad for a predicament? And the Jets' predicament is they're supposed to have Aaron Rodgers out there. And their predicament is he's out a few snaps into the season, and now he's gone. You got Zach Wilson. Where I stop feeling bad, <clears throat> I'm trying to understand one thing is – you can't just go try to get anybody else, anybody else, Literally just, anybody. just because you already know what he's going to bring to the table. So is there another backup out there? Is there? Okay, let's say you can't go out there. You don't want to go make a trade. People know how desperate you are. They're asking for too much, whatever it is, right? Is there any other quarterback that's available that's not playing for another team? Whatever the situation, the scenario is, can't you just try somebody different? And they clearly are not choosing to do that. There was a report that they said no thanks to both Matt Ryan and Carson Wentz. Now Matt Ryan has come and said that's I did not throw my hat in the ring. He's yeah. pulled. He said that's not what it was. But okay, Carson Wentz stinks too, right? Carson Wentz is a lot better than so, Zach. It's, so why? It's not so a, to help know. me understand it. I don't know. I, I'm right, with am you. Am I wrong? And, Isn't he a lot? Be, I, I'm not saying he's good, but he's a lot better than that guy. Is there any possible way that they're saying to themselves, okay, let's say we went out and got Carson Wentz, and, and he's a guy that can help us just not lose games. Is there part of them that are saying, well, okay, then we're going to end up eight and nine or we're going to end up seven and ten we might as well just blow this entire season then win a few more games than we probably should and now it obviously only affects them in, in draft capital or whatever the case Garrett is. Garrett Wilson was clearly frustrated on the sidelines he was frustrated after the game talking about how he's not being utilized properly this is not complicated he's talking about the quarterback he's talking about the offense that it is about offense run by Nathaniel Hackett that part of it too Aaron Rodgers covers up all the Nathaniel Hackettness of it really quickly. What I don't understand is what you're talking about, Al. We're going to go into see Aaron Rodgers, pretty durable player, but he is 40 years old. Sure. The idea, the, the chance he could get hurt was not off the board. This is your plan B. It's 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 inexcusable. Again, no. this is the coaching malpractice stuff that we talk about, and I'm not talking about drawing up a play. You can't have this dude on your roster. To your point. The, the data is in. It's not a, well, maybe we don't know. You know, it's bad. Move on. You have no chance. Do something. Why does the NFL have traits? Do something. Just in like basketball, li they address this like that. In baseball, they'd address it like that with but, a trade. Uh, basketball, in a, in a sense, but nobody really makes trades until you're close to the trade deadline. I remember last year, and I just use an NBA as an example, Rui got traded to the Lakers two weeks before the deadline, yeah. and that was, was like – that was like the, okay, well, nothing's coming. 
It's going to still take another week for everybody to come. I, I get what you're saying, but even that takes... Gavin Lux goes down in spring training and Miguel Rojas is there yeah. two minutes later. Yeah. It's like you, you don't have to get the perfect solution, but you got to have something do you th- do better you think than there's, nothing. Do you think there's anything to... We're not going to be able to compete. We know that even if we go out and get a better quarterback, marginally better than, than what he is, to get a couple more wins this year, they're better off to just... You see what I'm saying? That like from a draft perspective, oh, are they yeah. better off just saying to themselves, no, "We're no, no, better no. off this, with five wins than we are with eight? No, this team's built to win right now. I you, know you cannot kill. But, but there's no quarterback that's coming in to go save them. Couldn't Jacoby Brissett, who I believe is the backup in Washington, couldn't he win you nine or ten games on that team? He's not Tyrod Taylor. Like these guys that aren't perfect quarterbacks, but they're infinitely better than this guy. He unless can't other teams, unless other teams know they're desperate or asking for something, that's give just, it to them anyway. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're really going to burn a. You got a chance to win. You got a chance to go to the playoffs. You got a chance to do some stuff you haven't done in a long time. Yeah, and you're not going to do it because you don't want to give up a draft pick that you may or may not use correctly anyway. Go do it. Go take a shot. It, it's crazy to me. Who's the best team in the league so far that you've seen? Three weeks in. Because I, I, for me, it's a team I would not have said coming in. I was. I think everybody's going to say Miami. Yeah, just the right? team that that everybody. I, but I still, I will still have my hesitations on them, just based off of. It's been three weeks. They're putting up bonker numbers. They look I mean, ridiculous numbers. I looked, and I wasn't watching the game yesterday. When I saw the score, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? What do you mean? There's nobody put up seventy points in this. Isn't this isn't uh, you know the the first week of college football and Ohio State's point up since seventy. Nineteen sixty six. Okay, let, let me ask you this. So what they did seven hundred yards in the game. So what they did. If I told you right now, you get one team in the AFC. Are you taking them over KC? I'm not. I'm not either. But if they played next weekend, I'd pick them to win the game. You understand that? I think I'd like, still take KC. I, I, I wouldn't. They they are firing on every cylinder. The mm-hmm. Chiefs have looked. They they played. I know. Arguably the worst team in the league last week. Their other two games kind of a mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Miami looks at me. If you said to me, "I got to pick an AFC champion," I'm going to pick Kansas City. If yeah. you said they play in Week Four, I'm picking Miami. Tua looks amazing. Tyreek yeah, Hill's unguardable. Yep. Mostert went nuts yesterday. Seventy. Like I said, we we're, were sitting around yesterday. We played a little golf. We was at the bar afterwards and. Score pops up on the board. We're looking at each other like, I don't think I've ever seen a team score 70 points in the NFL. I never you have. You know why? Because we hadn't. It hadn't happened since 1966. It's only happened four times in the history of the league. It's a college score. It really is. And even those college games never happen as well. And that's with, by the way, Tua only throwing 300 yards and four touchdowns. I well, say only. only played a portion uh, And that's of the my game. point. My point is that they take him out, they pull some of these guys out, and they're still. Guys were humming. running open by 10 yards. Guy, the, the NFL, guys are open if they're open by a yard. These guys were open by 10 yards. It was They, they look amazing. They look as good as the, uh, the Bears look bad. And isn't Miami, this is like one of the first times we've seen like an offense like just totally break the NFL, probably since the Rams in what, 2018 it was? That's a really good point. The last time you looked around, like, say, what the hell is going on yeah. here? Was those first two years with McVay where they just start scoring points, like in particular the second season that you're talking about, right. him, where they did like go the to the Chiefs Super Bowl. Rams game, the Chiefs Rams game. Remember, he broke the NFL. That yeah. can anybody stop Sean McVay? They'll adjust. They'll they'll slow it down. Sure, but this and then prior to that was probably the greatest show on turf. The ninety right. nine Rams. Rams. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I, I kind of find it interesting. I, I find. Games that 
Yesterday is a great example of this. We're three weeks in, and just there's a feel to the NFL that you're trying to figure out. Is that team really good or is it not? I think Baltimore loses to Indy yesterday, right? Weird. Arizona beats the Cowboys. Weird. But that, that's, this is kind of what makes the NFL what the NFL is. You can be two weeks in and think like, okay, hey, I'm starting to get a little bit of pulse of what's going on. Week three comes, I'm like, I don't know what the hell is going on. And then if you try in a couple weeks, we're going to kind of be in a similar position where you feel like, okay, I kind of have an idea what that team is, this team is, what that division looks like, and it could all change in one week. The Cardinals could easily be 3-0. and Easily. We thought they yeah. might win one or two games. Against two bad teams and one amazing team. But they beat the good team. Right, yeah. and, and right. it's supposed to go. They're, yeah. supposed to, they're supposed to beat one of the that, bad ones. That was yeah. If they beat the Washington. You're like, all right, they yeah. stay, But they nearly beat Washington. Nearly mm-hmm. beat um, Giants. The Giants, and then they beat the Cowboys pretty convincingly along the way. Yeah, just a weird deal. Here's a quick one for you. This will okay. keep you up at night. If you're ever having trouble going to sleep and you need to think, like, I just need something to. I need to get out of my own head and just think about nonsense. Who's worse at their job, Brandon Staley yeah. or Josh McDaniel? Like, like, really? Oh, it's, yeah. And thank you, Josh, for the, my beloved Stillers to uh, they didn't shoot themselves. It was. I go Staley. Uh, that's my personal. I think I do pick, too, but I at least can make an favorite. argument for myself. The McDaniel because McDaniel don't sleep on how bad McDaniel was in Denver too, right? This is yeah. this is not this is usually your second time through. You've learned a few things. Okay, I'm not going to do this. I'll do this a little differently. He's just as bad with the Raiders as he was with the Broncos. Okay, so can anybody explain to me why he? Did kick that field goal? Why he didn't go for it against? He the tried explaining it, and none of it made any sense. He said to that me. we had to score two scores either way. No, you didn't. No, you could have got you a just two-point go conversion. a touchdown and yeah. get a two-point conversion, which you just did. What's more likely, kicking a field goal, yeah. getting a stop, getting it back, and then having to score a touchdown? But it is Kenny Pickett. Or, or, but they done it. You know, but they moved it okay. That, they, they stop you. And, they stop you on fourth down. Fine. Kenny you still need that three, stop anyway, and you still that. have a chance to win the game. You still need that stop anyways. Right. Or you can go for it, get it, and get a two-point conversion. That's, yeah. That happens all the time. Two-point conversions right are basically 50-50 shots. You have Devontae Adams, who was Sometimes when I watch some of these coaches make those decisions, I truly feel like I'm like, you know, Al, you should have had a different career path, <laughs> only to know that I don't know anything about any of this stuff. One Bill. other question about that game, too. So was that Minka Fitzpatrick? Do you guys believe that that was, uh, you know, roughing the passer? Absolutely not. Yeah. It's like, Absolutely how else not. is he supposed to touch the quarterback? He touched him. He grazed him at best. But I also feel like he's getting... Um, more closely looked at calls nowadays because it's the Minka Fitzpatrick of it all. That does happen. If it was TJ Watt, if it was someone else, it might not have been called. But because the Reputation. tackle on um, Chubb last week, yeah. he's going to get looked at more. No, the only the, the only ones that I think garner the rough in the passer, I know there's egregious ones, they're easy, helmet to helmet, all that stuff. When they drive the dude down to yep. the floor. Yep. To the turf when they drive them down. It's like, yep. that's a no brainer. I've heard people, I've watched games with some boys. Well, that's football. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't think you understand. They're, they're, it's an unnecessary thing. The ball's out of his hands. You don't need to drive him to 300 pounds. Don't need to drive the quarterback. You know what's down. stupid. We know it when we see it, and we know it when it's not right. Yeah. Like there, there is one of those, and you can throw the flag, but let's go back and look at it and see, look, I had no choice but to land on top of him. I, there was nowhere for me to go. And then there's the other ones where, oh, no, no, he drove him into the ground like a tent spike. We, You can see him. Hit him in the head, roughing. Done. Yep. Drive him into the ground, roughing. Everything else, you know. 
You hit let's him, go. the guy falls, but it's not a bad. Okay, just let's let's keep it going. It was an inexcusable decision not to go for it right there. There there needs to be somebody in the booth that's dispassionate about these things. Yeah, that's that just has like a veto button that he can say, "Coach, no, 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 you're." I don't know what you're thinking. This is clearly the wrong decision. Veto. You have to go for it. Veto, Brandon Staley. You need to punt this away. Because these aren't hard decisions in the moment if you're removed from it. Both of those guys are good thing is, is the Chargers and the Raiders will play each other. Next week. Yeah. Next week. This week. Zero zero tie or a fifty to fifty <laughs> tie. Just do the playoff game. <laughs> the, the to play for a playoff. There they had a tie, and Brandon Staley wouldn't let it happen. It those two coaches. Hey, we're done. We're going to tie. Uh, yeah. No, timeout. Okay, you yeah. can lose instead. That's the only way the Raiders can win. The other guy's dumber on the other side. More college football corner coming up next. Plus, Lee, I did have a pretty good weekend. Straight ahead. Stravens Lee, 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hey, all. I don't have a Taylor Swift thing for this, but because uh, <laughs> she has nothing to do with it, but Florida State beats barely Clemson 31-28. to And one of the stories out of this game was that they had recalled one of their old backup kickers who was working uh in finance and yep. was like, hey, why don't you just come and play for us and be our kicker? And not only did he kick, but he kicked poorly. And did so you he, did you see the kick yeah. he missed, Al? Yeah. So it's I'm 29 play, yards. I'm going to play the sound of the kick he missed real quick. A 30-yard kick. And it is no good. Wow. Perfect snap. Perfect hold. Good contact. Unfortunately, though, that left foot angled just a little bit wide. And he pulls that ball just outside the left upright. What would have been a Hollywood ending. Well, the writers are on strike. <laughs> well, the writers are actually no longer that's on strike. I was going to say, that's right. Last night. <laughs> but uh, is Clemson dead? Yeah, yeah they're they dead. Yeah. They're not very good. You know, ne- never mind that they lost a game to Florida State, who looks to be pretty good. But they're not a good football team. It's not just that, that they, they are missing a kicker. They've looked like garbage all season long. They lost to Duke yeah. to start the year. 
uh, got they're pummeled s- by Duke. Twenty-eight something. They're, they're two and two through four games. Listen, it would have been a signature win, a big win. Florida State, I think, top four in the country, something like that. Mm-hmm. And they barely got away with it. That's a wrap. That's that's it for Clemson. Look, it happens. There, there's there's a reason that guys like Nick Saban are so unusual. That when it goes, it goes pretty fast. It happened to Pete Carroll, right? They were just cranking along, yeah, and then they weren't. Right, that Clemson's cranking along, and then they're not. It, it it happens pretty quickly that somebody can be at the top of their game. You miss on a quarterback, you miss on an assistant coach or two, and it turns really mm-hmm. quickly. And it, one last thing on this one before we go to the next one. I do high school football. I do the public address for oh, Daniel's High Everybody School, knows. right? Everybody knows that. You know how many 29-yard field goals I've seen <laughs> in, in high school football? A bunch. Sure. A bunch. And they make most of them along the way. How you can't find a guy to make a 29-yard field goal at Clemson? They, uh, em, I don't know. You may know this. That's your neck of the woods. Does Clemson have a soccer team? Yes. Okay. There's probably... Third, 30 kids on the soccer I team. I think their soccer team is pretty them. good. Okay, I mean, they might be. I don't know. That's but. why they can't kick for them is because their soccer team is good. <laughs> every guy on the soccer team all the guys. make it, right? The huh? soccer every guy's Corey, am I crazy? You are not crazy. You can get a guy who got cut from the soccer team that did not make the soccer <laughs> team, try out for this team, and yeah. have a kick. I do believe that um, soccer, men's soccer, is the same time. But they can get a girl. Moonlight. <laughs> yeah. Right? Do they, unless they have a game exactly at Saturday afternoon, yeah. right. send him out there along the way. All right. So the next one is uh, Utah <laughs> and UCLA. Utah, the Utes took down UCLA 14 to 7. And wait, what color is Utah? Oh, Ed. And I'll write your name. Another Taylor Swift reference. All right. You guys thought I, I, I squeaked that I, in. Yeah, yeah, I did not see that one coming. <laughs> All right. So um, UCLA, again, lost, but they have one of the best defenses in the country. And my question is, who cares? They don't have one of the best defenses in the country. They have the, the best, best defense, defense in, in the country. country. Number one. Number one. They're they're terrific on that side of the ball. And they're UCLA, man. But, I mean, like, do you guys ever listen to what I say? Maybe not, but I've been telling you this is what they do, guys. Hey, you know this this year, this year's gonna be Chip's got his guys, and then they do something. They played pretty well in that game. They only gave up one touchdown, yeah, and they found a way to lose anyway. Only way UCLA is gonna get attention in college football, you got to be seven or eight and zero, oh, and SC's coming up, or Oregon's coming up, or one of the big boys are coming up. I thought they actually. Listen, we, we've seen SC go into Utah and have a world of trouble. Sure. It's not easy to go play at Utah. They were in the game. They had opportunities. They had chances. Their offense obviously let them down. Their defense kept them in the game. So I, I don't disagree that it's not a conversation, but I was actually impressed that they hung with Utah. I thought they'd lose but by this, a lot more. This is what they do. That that tells you all you but need But aren't they supposed to lose against Arizona? It's supposed to be one of those <laughs> well, schools? Well, sort of. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But anytime somebody says, I was impressed you didn't lose by more, that's the <laughs> ultimate insult. That means that you're so meaningless in my life that you didn't get your ass kicked. That's a pretty good day for you, right? That's a bad thing to say about a program. The second part is... They had an opportunity. You're right, Slee. Their their typical deal is they'll lose to Arizona. Just yeah, somebody when, ev- when the hype starts, of course, really starts. They had a chance to get a really good win yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, that all of a sudden, where, where were they? Like 24 or something like that? 22, 24. Mm-hmm. Beat a team that's floating around the top 10 in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Do it with a lockdown defensive effort. And it's a signature here, game. It's yeah. a signature. Yeah. Op- and Pac-12 they, champion last year. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it just they they shot them. 
pick six on the first play mm-hmm. from offense. They fumbled when they were getting ready to go in again. Just self-inflicted errors all over the place. They're probably a decent team, mm-hmm. but they don't know how to win. Yeah. All that being said, uh, Pac-12 is still doing really well. They have four teams in the top ten. Is there any way that a one-loss Pac-12 team can get to the college football playoff? 100%. 100%. Now, it can, yeah, loss is coming. And so we looked that up this morning. Yeah. Oregon, Washington, SC and Utah, they all play each other. Nobody misses one. Yeah. Nobody has a little bit of an easier path through there. So they all play each other. The odds of all four, any of those four teams getting through clean, I think are very, very just, low. Just make sure this, if you lose, you got to lose against one of those teams and that's got to be your only loss. That it has to be a quality, quality loss and then you got to eventually, whatever loss that you had, got to go win the Pac-12 championship. Then you still got a shot. What's okay? Let me ask you this. Okay. And I think you're probably right, but mm-hmm. what, what's Al's scenario where SC loses to Washington by a touchdown? Yeah, but they win everything else. Sure. Okay. Or SC has a. I'll pick a different team. Oregon loses to Washington State, mm-hmm. but runs the table against those other three. And top Washington 10 State teams. is still ranked, I believe. But pick a team that's not. Uh, who's the worst team in the league? Arizona State. Arizona State. They lose to Arizona State. They just the weirdest the guy throws bonex. Twists his ankle, throws a bunch of interceptions, whatever it is. But you beat SC, you beat Utah, you beat Washington. You win the Pac-12 you, championship. You win the Pac, and you just had a terrible night against a bad team. I, but you, but you beat all the good ones. They don't take a chance on that. I don't think they take a chance. Yeah, on that. The, the problem is you're going to go up to if Notre Dame's got one loss and they their only loss is against Ohio State, and they have a really good schedule. Yes, including they don't Ohio even State. know how many players to put on the field at the what end. The hell again. happened there? Don't wait. That's the last eligible <laughs> corner. <laughs> what the hell was that? Yeah, that. Well, they let you play with eleven. I guess you don't have Gosh. to. Well, then we saw uh, something that they might have done two plays two, in a row without last it. Two plays. Well, if the if the if the first one worked with ten, they're like, let's ride this. Yeah, no, we don't need eleven. <laughs> they're going. Somebody's gonna. They're all gonna lose. It's exciting. It's cool yeah. to see it seven is. through ten. Who's the best of those teams you've seen? Hmm. I think it's Washington. Washington. I was gonna say because they have Washington's beat been the most crap consistent out of too. every team. Yeah. Penix is looking good. Their yeah. CQI is high, so I think that's what looks best. USC, you know, we just haven't seen them go against anybody good. No, we haven't, and their defense is questionable. Oregon yes. always has. They have a weird clunk. They yeah. they look really. Washington's good this interesting. Weekend. Washington's got a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. They're yep. hungry. They haven't been in the mix for a minute, and then Utah. Just feels like they're gonna stumble. They'll somewhere. always be. They there, always though. do. But they're they won't they won't lose three times. They nope. might lose once or twice. Yeah, right. right? So they're gonna knock off someone else. Do. It's that's the whole part that's kind of Utah's sad about it is that too, Pac-12 will always cannibalize itself. They'll always ruin their chances of getting to this college football playoff because they lose to someone they shouldn't lose to. What they can't do is do that when they all play each other. They can't all come out of that two and one, one and two. They yeah. don't have right? somebody's got to come through there looking really good. They don't there's get no the benefit of the doubt. That conference just doesn't get the benefit. They of the might doubt. this year because those t- the SEC is not as good. Mm-hmm. The Big Ten mm-hmm. doesn't look super deep the way that it has yeah. in the just past. More top heavy. The Big Twelve's yeah. got Texas and Oklahoma, but yep. the rest of it doesn't look great. Baylor's down. There's some TCU's other TCU's down. Mm-hmm. The Pac-12 has the most depth, and it's not just depth. They have top end talent. Yes, mm-hmm. those four teams in the top ten, all four of those teams conceivably could get into the playoffs. They, I, but so, even like the ones that are outside the top ten, like Washington State, like you said, it wouldn't be crazy. No, if they I, I off still, I still need, I need a couple more weeks in the Pac-12 because I, I feel like it's going to when the dust settles, 
You're going to have a few teams that you're like, yep, those are the ones, but I think it's going to clean itself up I don't know if this is part of your last uh, corner, M, but Sleet, what Oregon did to Colorado took a lot of wind out of the old Coach Prime. Of course it did. We'll see that at 12-15. Yeah, it it was like, whoa, whoa. And and couldn't move the ball. Like that. It was was 21-0 right out the gate. They they could have Mm -hmm. Miami Dolphins to that game if they wanted to do it, but they just, you know what, we're – he, Lanning dropped his bomb in the pregame. They went out there, followed it up during the game, and afterwards it's like, yeah, we're pretty they good. They pay for clicks. Not that we day. They didn't. We'll wins. see that until it, 15. It was, an inter- it was an interesting choice to go about it. because we demolished think, the, the, yeah. Look at us. Yeah, yeah sorry. Do? It's okay. What are you going to do? <laughs> Million Dollar Mondays is back on 710. Thanks to Hollywood Park Casino. Listen every Monday during the season for your chance to win. All you have to do is give us your Super Bowl prediction, both teams and the final score, and you could be winning a million bucks. And just for playing, you'll get two tickets to a game at SoFi Stadium. Million Dollar Mondays on 710 ESPN, presented by Hollywood Park Casino. Eat, drink, play factor cap wait i want to ask before that who would you guys put down right now if you had to do the two teams if you were doing million dollar monday and again if you're listening and if you want to call in uh at the time what do you guys think would you take as your two teams san francisco and kc okay al yeah honestly it's i don't know how you can not pick those maybe you want to make a case but i told you earlier i need to see a lot more from miami Mm -hmm. um and the, the and the Frisco thing is, I've got much more confidence in Frisco than I do in Philly, mm-hmm. than in Dallas, than a lot of those teams in the NFC. There's just too many. There, they just seem like the team in the NFC, and then there's a drop off after. Yeah, that. you can't go wrong. There, there's one more team that because it opened up so weird, and they look terrible. Buffalo. Since, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. They've looked really good in the two games since then. Mm-hmm. They, they they bounce back in a big way. You could throw them in there as well. We good. That's for good now. Tractor cap. name. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, guys. Hey, Em. Uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm super excited. I'm still riding high, and I also am so happy that my Stellars beat your uh, Raiders, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bergman. <sighs> actually, that's, that's actually good for you. I'm very angry about it. Uh, for the system that you're hoping for, that L is good for you. Yes, it is good for me for the system that tank for Caleb, but like Travis has been saying in every break to me, they're, they're not, not bad, bad enough. They're going to just win They're not bad games. enough. You, you, Chicago is terrible. Denver is terrible. They are Carolina. terrible. The, Can we not admit that the Jets they are terrible? Are ter- they are too, but they're not as bad as those other teams. They're bad. They're not terrible. Right. 
Yeah. No, no. I think they might be terrible. They're, it's hard to be Josh terrible McDaniels with Jacobs. It's fired. hard to be terrible no. with Devontae Jacobs Adams. Jacobs is awful. Jacobs has done we'll absolutely he, nothing hold out, the first Give it a little time. Jo- you know Josh what's McDaniels not cool? Fired. You know Jimmy what's not Garoppolo cool? stay on concussion protocol. <laughs> Devontae <laughs> Adams traded. They should get rid of it all. Bad E-money and Napa. Don't, don't hit us with that right now. I can't that see breakfast that burrito Ooh, right there. That looks good. What am I supposed to do with that? So now it's Factor Cap. So Garrett Bowles was in the locker room and he was he played he's an offensive tackle for the Denver Broncos and he was asked how he feels about the team and this is his response right now what are the emotions like going through your head personally <laughs> it's uh tired of losing man uh, I've been here for seven years and all I've done is loss and it's frustrating so this is me every time at the Mandy's when I don't win anything. Travis, <laughs> back your cap. Not yet. Maybe, you know, maybe if we get to Mandy's uh, get to four or five, yeah. seven. Then, then maybe along the way. No, that 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 man, you can tell, is in the, the throes of real despair, knowing that he's been on bad teams. He knows that this team is a bad team. It's probably not going to be anything other than a bad team for quite some time. You know that you're doing good work. You know that you've got a chance to do this. This is not a hopeless endeavor the way that it is with the Broncos. So you've got a long way to go before you're in Garrett Bowles territory. Berg? So this is just for you? Yeah, this is every time that I lose. <laughs> no, no, no. Wait, it's absolutely cap for that because it's only been there's only been two of them. Like right. Travis was saying, when it gets to be a longer period, sure. you're going to win this year. It's all going to uh, come down to know. this one. Lindsay's going for the three-peat. No, no, no. It's, it's it's Emily's year this year. This year. Sorry, Lindsay. It's, it ends this year. <laughs> this right. ends here. This ends here. <laughs> oh. This is fact because she's asking the question. So she. <laughs> you guys didn't see me in the hotel room afterwards. She obviously feels a certain way. She took that quote from a Denver Bronco and said, that's how I feel. Put it in fact or cap. Of course it's fact. It's, she asked the question. Not enough years. Uh, Jorge? No, Cap, I'm with Bergman on this one. You're going to – Emily, uh, Lindsay's not going for the 3 P. You're getting one this year. I don't know. She's pretty dominant. <laughs> um, so, uh, again, just to bring this back to why we're all here today. And all right, Janae. <laughs> so, uh, Travis Kelsey, after the game, uh, Taylor Swift and him rode off into the sunset on their convertible with the top down. And, you know, again, just like very grease-like. <laughs> like and flipper, like in every, uh, every Hollywood movie. But – Travis rented out a uh, restaurant in K- Kansas City after the game and invited all the players, including Taylor Swift, um, to go and enjoy themselves and have a fun night on the town. Um, and there are reports that she paid for everyone's meal. I don't know. There's conflicting reports out there. But the main thing is that Travis rented out the, re- the restaurant. This is a baller move from Travis. Burke, Patrick Cap, yeah, and not Travis Rogers. Not Travis Rogers? Oh, then Cap. T. Rogers. I'll take the whole restaurant. If Travis Rogers did this, restaurant. that would be a massively baller move. <laughs> I've heard Chris sit in here multiple times and say, you get little shark arms or whatever they call it. <laughs> alligator, alligator arms. Yeah, alligator arms when, you're, <laughs> when it comes to that. But no, absolutely is a baller move. Good you gotta impress Taylor Swift. Yep. You can't just do nothing for Taylor. So that's some. Can't just a, have a night at home. She right. wants to be out in the town in Kansas City. Yeah, and she wants to be out and about and show. You have to show her off with all your teammates and everything yep. else. Big move. Big Ow. move. Uh, Cap. It's not a baller move because I need that last piece of information. Because if Taylor Swift ended up paying for everything, then it takes away from some of the baller move. He has to pay for the whole thing. Yeah, they're a partnership. So he paid for, for the like restaurant. For like a week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it's the first guy that's actually had a, a, like maybe even somewhat comparable amount of money to Taylor that she's dated. So. All I want to hear is just that other piece where 
He goes, gets the restaurant, walks in while ever, nobody's looking, gives a credit card, put it all on the card, and then it's a baller move. I just hope it played out that way. Okay. So help me with something here before I answer. Sure. Ballpark, how much is Taylor Swift worth? Um, Billion? Multiple billions. Multiple billions. Yes. Okay. So what are you sure about? Travis Kelsey has earned in his career- Her tour or earned at least a billion dollars. Okay. So I would assume she's a billionaire. Tay-Tay is worth $740 million. Seven hundred forty million. I don't know the last time that was checked, but sure. <laughs> She's like it's her money. I know. Yes, yes. it is. I you believe the internet, or do you usually, I was just Emily. gonna say, usually we just go on there. We just get. She's the, like the John Boy for Taylor Swift. Trust <laughs> she analyzes John everything. She's the John Boy of Taylor Swift. And I'll write your name. So <laughs> upwards Let, of seven forty. Let's just say it's a billion. Okay, just for the sake of conversation, it's a billion. <laughs> so we don't get yelled at. <laughs> This is why you don't want to fight Swifties. <laughs> Sorry, yes, you can, can, you get it out? can you get it out? You gotta Jorge, would, you like that? would you like that? <laughs> She's uh, the second richest self-made woman. I'm just saying baller move. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, that's good. All right. So. <laughs> and uh, so wait, we got to get his answer. No, apparently we don't. <laughs> How are you? I thought you were. D- okay, Travis. Travis, no. what you got? She's worth about a billion. Sure. He's made roughly, and I'm I'm going a little high on him, about a hundred million. He's made seventy seven million as a as a football player. He's probably made some off. We'll give him a hundred. It's a baller move for him to get the restaurant, but you can't baller move Taylor Swift. There's nothing you can do that's big enough that she can't just flick aside. She's a billionaire. You might have a hundred million, but there's no like, hey, watch this. Move. But isn't that the gentleman exist. thing to do? It, yeah, but he invited his teammates. He's trying to impress her, right? This is like inviting your girlfriend out, and you come over, and you and your buddies are playing video games, <laughs> right? Like this, this, this is not baller hey, if man, you have. Shit, all but your I can't invite there. you to my. I can't invite you to my house, and I have nothing and i'm like oh i thought you guys were going to bring everything no that's not what i'm getting at what i'm saying is if it's a baller moving that he can rent out a restaurant for a party but she's not gonna be like wow she's She's taylor swift she's not gonna be impressed by anything but it's it's the it's the baseline yes she has multiple homes she's she's all over the place i just looked her her net worth just went down (laughs) just went down it would have to be jeff bezos so um she was also in the suite with uh, Donna Kelsey, Travis's mom. So she, yeah, she tends to meet uh, the mothers of the people that she's in a, a situationship with least. So she met Tom Hiddleston's a mom. A situationship? Is that Alex, what we're calling that's it? What they yes. Okay. The situationship is not quite a relationship, but they're seeing each other. They're enjoying their and their time. They're maybe doing adult things. They're having a good time. It's complicated. But uh, so she's met Got Tom Hiddleston's mom. Uh, she's met uh, Maddie Healy's mom, and she's met Travis Kelsey's mom now, and they've all had very short, brief relationships uh, up to this point. So, you have to be dating for a month, at least, before you get introduced to mom. Al, Patrick Cap. Fact, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's, give it a little time here. You have to meet them in the first, uh, you know, first time they meet. It's like your, your first date. Like, I'm bringing my mom with me. I want you to meet her. Probably not a good move. I go fact on that one. Trev? Yeah, I'm with Al. It, it's... You want to be you want to be late rather than early to this. Like if it's six months, I'm okay with that too. If it's a year, that's fine. Like before you know my folks, you know we we can figure some stuff out between the two of us before we go to going somewhere. Sure, yeah. Berg, if anyone think it'd be capped just because it has to be longer, a month is not anywhere near. (laughs) No, it's not anywhere near long enough. You don't know each other after a month. You can hang out every single day and you still don't know each other that well. How? How long do you have to be dating someone before you introduce them to your daughter? To my daughter? See, yeah. it's... Yeah. So I have only introduced her to... 
aside from my long relationships, yeah. uh, one person and it was after two months, and that was probably a little too early. Yeah, yeah, it's same, same same rough idea, yeah. right? But it's also different because she's tw- about to be twelve, so it's like she's just like, oh yeah, I, that's just a person. It doesn't yeah. mean anything. I'm not looking for a mom for her, so right. it, it really doesn't matter. Jorge. Uh, cap. Uh, it's got to be longer than a month. Months too short. I met Brenda's parents from six, seven months in. So yeah, yeah, be a little longer. You got to be together. And for I'll a write while. your name. I like that That's you guys it. argued over her net worth, and she, uh, Emily, it's like if I you got, it. if you got I didn't the right argue. answer, no. she was going to get a percentage of the every yes. dollar over. Yeah. You said seven forty. She said multiple billions. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, maybe she's billions. earned that. I don't know. She's a she's she has expenses. She has expenses, yeah. right? She probably is a billionaire, yeah. right? Yeah, the or uh, very, tour very made a lot. Close. I mean, she just got a billion dollars probably off of her tour here at SoFi. Well, and then just think about the merchandise. Earnings, that... but she's got to pay people too, right? Yes. Yeah. She paid those $100,000 to yeah. each of her um, truck drivers. Right. And stuff. $100,000? Yeah. Yes. On top of what they earned. Like yes. little oh, thank my. you money. Yes. Thank you. Oh, here's $100,000. Pretty yeah. She's pretty very good, good at no giving thank you uh, gifts. Apparently. Apparently, hundred grand Here, is a thank go you. Go buy that's a Maybach. A, that's a pretty. Yeah, that's <laughs> not, not a bad way to do it. Go try Rams to on Monday Night Football tonight. It's a big game. It's a weird game for Week Three, but it's a big one. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So, with her Eagles t-shirt hanging from the door, she's an Eagles fan, and um, and you know that uh, Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey have a podcast together called the New Heights Podcast. So, that podcast is going to get so many downloads this week, <laughs> and I will be a listener. <laughs> Can you imagine the juice? That, I mean, that it's popular to begin with. They, they've done a really good job. It's a yeah, good pod. But it's a whole different audience. What you just Completely get, different audience. There's not a more potent person that could bless your event than her right, right. now. And right? she doesn't speak freely a lot, and neither do her boyfriends in the past. So it's just been like, it's very tight-lipped, and you just see her at places, but you don't hear her reaction to things. So, Slee, she asked us if we had to pick our Super Bowl matchup right now, who, who we would pick. Yeah. If you had to make a prediction right now, Em, are they together by the end of the season, or have they gone their separate ways? What's the call? It depends on if she's going to release Reputation Taylor's version in like February or January, and then she wants to have kind of like a marketing push towards that. Um, what that means the whole thing is just uh, what does one have to do with the other? It's all just so Reputation this is, has some. This is entirely a put on for attention. Maybe, maybe not. 
And all right, it's not true love, oh, that ruins it. But I do, I do, I do, chemistry. I do now like them walk. together. <laughs> Didn't feel like they had chemistry. It felt like they were strangers. Like, you know what it felt a little bit like? Like brother and sister. That just like, yeah. get away from me. I do like them together. I think they are would be compatible, but I do not know her, so I don't know if she's going to be. True um, love is dead, Al. They, this is this could be. Oh, to get a couple sales in an album, an extra song. Gosh, absolutely devastated tonight at Hollywood Park Casino. Producer Jorge, producer Laura, a Monday night football party at HP. You got a chance to enter to win a million bucks as part of the Million Dollar Monday. Monday Night Football Party tonight. Producer Jorge, producer Laura, Hollywood Park Casino, eat, drink, play. And make sure you're paying attention because we're going to quiz you. We're going to have a little trivia on okay. today's show. Very nice. Just so people can win some prizes and stuff like that. So, yeah. Perfect. So, I've come around. I, I'm, I'm, I'm where I needed to be. It took me a while to get there, but it finally happened. Uh-huh. I, I, I know I've talked to you about this, Al. I think I've talked to you about this too, Jorge. I was never a big tamale guy. Right. It's just not oh, yeah, something that, that it was just. Yeah. It, it just. It was I just, just right. never. It felt like too much masa, not enough of the good stuff in yeah. there. It's just. It's a lot of dough, masa for masa, yeah. corn. Just. The, yep. Just not. Not what I'm looking for. Had a couple of pretty good ones recently. I'm like, all right, I'll try. So Susan mm-hmm. and I. We went to brunch on Sunday morning. Okay. And had, had a, a great nice brunch. weekend. The way I you did. laid out the it weekend. Was pretty good. And this was after going and having a little Friday night lights mm-hmm. on Friday night, a couple of drinks, live music after that. I had a good I had a really good weekend. <laughs> so anyway, we have our brunch, have a couple of mimosas. I'm in a good mood. We're walking around the little farmer's market in Dana Point near where I live. And we're walking around and this lady has her tamales and uh, these fresh salsas laid out. Mm-hmm. I almost cleaned her out. Like, I could not. She kept This is after me. you ate. I, I'm full. Yeah, she yeah. goes, I want to just try this one. I tried. I mean, okay, that's great. I'll take three of those. And she tamales. gives me another one. Uh, tamales. So, okay. corn, jalapeno, and uh, jack cheese. Yeah, rajas. Right. Unreal. <laughs> yeah. Unreal how so good this the, thing was. So, the tamale game is kind of going next level for you. I, I ate three tamales on Saturday <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> after brunch? After brunch. Wow. Later in the- It was like okay. more my dinner. Okay. It, was right? like, uh, it was like a hot dog before- <laughs> His dinner, you know, an appetizer. So it was Put an appetizer. A, I bought the like a salsa fresca for yeah. one of them. Yeah. I bought a, a salsa verde for another one, salsa and then I had a little uh, like jalapeno mango one for that. Like so, I I I Clean could around, not basically. have gone deeper into this lady's cooler. It was fantastic. I saw the pictures. The pictures looked solid. Good. There was oh. chips. There was chips on the table, and I said, if you would have taken some of those chips and mix it with the salsa, you can make some really good chilaquiles for sure. Oh. And that's what I sent you this 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 week. Yes. Okay, Terrific. so so this is going to eventually get me to food. But Friday night, my girl had told me we were going to go to a uh, to a play, a performance. Um, her aunt. At the Playhouse? No, it was actually at Casa 101, I think it's called. Okay. It's a, uh, it's a theater in East L.A., I think Boyle Heights, actually, specifically in Boyle Heights. So it's a very small, intimate setting. But her aunt. <laughs> is Friday night was opening night of the play that they're doing. So the the play's called Queen of the Rumba. And the idea and the concept, it um, takes a story of this woman who I think now is in her 90s, who grew up in Cuba, got a chance to come to the States, came to the States. All she wanted to do was dance. That's kind of, but, but at the time it was kind of like prohibited. No, women don't do that. Young girls, they, they don't. Teenagers, you're not dancing, especially that style of the kind of that salsa type of style. So we go in and we go and see her perform. She performs uh, Paloma is her, her aunt's name. She was awesome. She was one of the leads to it. It was great. The thing goes for about a couple hours or so. 
So now we're getting close to about 11 o'clock at night. I'm in East LA in Boyle Heights. I'm like, yeah, I could drive for a mile in any direction. You want me to go on First Street? You want me to go on Soto? You want me to go any of these? I could drive a mile in any direction, and there's going to be taco stands that sure. are just there. Let alone, there they are. Pull over, found one. that I was like, okay, why don't we just try this one? doesn't matter. I really think it literally didn't matter what you're going to get. I thought of my guy here because – Number six? What I should have done. <laughs> Stop, man. What I should have done and what I ended up doing. I went with a – Carne asada burrito. Yeah. Went with the burrito. <laughs> well, this contempt I know. That. He just hated it. He hated it. But is there not something about getting food at these stands where you got somebody making the tortillas right there? They're putting them on, so you just see it all in front of you. He's putting the beans, the rice, the carne asada, the the uh, the, the guacamole, yeah. the cilantro and onion, and then just the the salsa right on top of it. This one, this red sauce, I don't know, it had some heat to it, but I'm okay with that. I'm like I'm in heaven here. That I sounds amazing. I don't need to go to any other of these, whatever these. <laughs> I'd still be there, Trev. Trev, any of these other permitted shops? No, thank you. I want that one right there. Freaking the best Mexican food. No, I I posted a picture of a trompo. I had uh, a trompo is basically the al pastor. That's what they call it. Yeah, it's a big the big stack. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And then they the pineapple at the top. Man, I sent the picture, and a lot of people were liking it. Like, hey, give me ten, give me eight. So the question was, how many do you want? Because this is the place to be. Take four of those. I, I'm always like, Al Pastor is a go-to, right? Yeah. So that's one that if I see that, I'm going to get that. Slee, I'm like you too. A carne asada, I still love it. I'm going to do that. I'm always a little nervous to go like deep into the menu and Three try buy and all I, that stuff. I know it's going to be good. So here's the thing. Deep in the menu, I feel like I got to go with Jorge. And Jorge's got to just say, this is what you're eating. And I'm like, all right, I'm all good. I just need some. I need a pro's pro. That's what I need. <laughs> it's a pro's pro. It was warm this weekend, so the tamales that they gave me were frozen, right? So I'm taking them back. To, I'm like, we got to get back to the car right now. I don't want the integrity of my tamales oh, to be. Oh, they'll take a man. Could, yeah. Why is Trav You're jogging? You're well, he has tamales. Like, let's, go, get- let's go. Let's go. I bought a new pair of flip flops this weekend. I bought a t-shirt. I never, I never buy clothes. I never buy like little. Like I'll say to Susan, "Hey, can you get me a pair of flip flops?" She'll get them. Greatest weekend. I'm walking around, watch football for a solid six well, yeah, the hours. College Amazing. games on Saturday. By the way, what a great schedule on great. Saturday. So it was perfect. So is I, I think this is a compliment. So Bobby, my oldest son, had his friends over on Saturday afternoon. They were going to come watch Oregon and Colorado, and they ended up staying basically the rest of the day. So I watched that game with them, and I watched the Ohio State um, Notre Dame game with them. Yeah. Right. And I I said to Bobby the next morning, I said, "Hey, you know, I really enjoyed hanging out with your friends. That was fun because you know they're big cooler beers, a little bit of food, we got some pizzas. It was it was really nice." It's like, dude, the guys like they just said you were totally boying out. Is that good? Yeah. I boying out probably means I, I'm assuming like yeah, one bro. of the guys. I, I, that's one of the what guys. I, I had to ask, and that's what it was. But yeah. I'm like, I don't know if that. I never heard that before. I, I hadn't either. Yeah. Like just hanging out and talking With about the, the games and drinking beers. Saturdays are for the boys. It was. So you know, what you should start fun. doing on weekends. You should just start hanging out. With Michael and his friends. Just tell Michael, <laughs> where are we going this weekend? You guys want to go walk around the mall? <laughs> I'd like to have beer as a part anymore. of this, right? I, Michael would be like, no. Bobby has come back around the other side where my presence is not automatically a disqualifier. We had a great time. His friends were really cool. That's cool. We had a great time. Bobby brought in a bunch of really good beer. It's a nice afternoon. You win. <laughs> it was a nice, nice afternoon. You win. Rams tonight. 
Pre-game show starts at 3.15. First question of the pregame show is the first question I'll ask you, Slee. Will Joe Burrow play? That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN.